The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? The first Use IMAP to playoffs. check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find you were four years ago. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk a little technical SEO. Joining us is Dan Taylor, who's the head of research and development at the Salt Agency, which is an independent technical SEO agency specializing in helping companies reach technical excellence as well as producing demand generation strategies for businesses of various stages of maturity and product adoption life cycles. Yesterday, Dan and I talked about debugging complex canonical issues, and today we're going to continue our conversation about edge SEO and utilizing CDNs. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Dan Taylor, the head of research and development at Salt Agency. Dan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hi, Ben. Excited to continue our conversation and get a little bit more into technical SEO. Yesterday, we talked about canonical issues. The problem with Google picking up the wrong page when you've got multiple variants of the same page type. Today, I want to dive into another technical issue, talking a little bit about edge SEO and utilizing CDNs. Let's talk a little bit about what edge SEO is to start. What do you mean by edge SEO? So edge SEO is the name which I've been credited to giving to a field of essentially using CDNs, so content delivery networks, as a form of a middle ground, a middleware 
in which we can deploy technical SEO hotfixes and recommendations agnostic of the underlying code base and really essentially the origin infrastructures and servers. Or you're going to have to explain some stuff to me on this one. CDNs, Content Delivery Network. I've got a site that's internationalized and I want to deliver my content from a server that's close in proximity to where the end user is loading the page. I'm a US-based site. We've got a market in Egypt. We want some servers close to Egypt so the page load speed isn't that long. That's my understanding of a CDN. Am I thinking about it right? Yeah. Essentially, uh, the CDN network screw up has been essentially that close to servers and cloud servers based globally to allow quicker delivery for international audiences and We don't want our bits and bytes to have to swim across an ocean to get delivered, so we're going to have them housed somewhere else around the world. Now, run this concept of Edge SEO by me again. I understand what a CDN is. What was Edge SEO? So Edge SEO works by using the concept of the CDN. So the CDN acts as that middle layer in between where the user is and the server. So as you said, it shortens the distance for with its bytes and codes to reach the user and improve its experience. Because a version of a site lives on that middle ground, through things like Cloudflare Workers, Akamai Edge Workers, and Fastly Edge, even uh, Lambda at Edge now as well from AWS, Amazon, we can modify that stored version of the site in ways on that cache version of CDM. And the changes we can do range from small code changes through to large infrastructural elements. But because we're modifying that cache version, we're avoiding a lot of pitfalls and stop gaps, which the rest of the infrastructure and other obstacles or platforms might present us. Okay, so instead of making changes to your underlying code base and then having them distributed out to all of the cloud servers around the world, you're basically using the CDN to deliver changes to the cached version. Why is that better than just changing the underlying code base? So the way I always phrase it is it might not necessarily always be better. It is another solution and another way of doing things. So we use the example where, say, you've got to be a company in the US. That website might be built using WordPress as a stack. Whereas your Egyptian business team, they've built the website in Magento, for example. Now, in order to map HF line correctly between the two, you'd need to develop it on WordPress and develop it on Magento. And that takes two different deployments, two elements. But if they're both using the same CDN or part of the same CDN group, you can write a worker code to deploy hreflang between the two sites, agnostic of a platform, whilst the actual hreflang ticket is with the two development teams and then can be implemented correctly and then reversed. Why did the Egyptian team create a website in Magento when the underlying hypothetical website was created in WordPress? I know that you're giving me an example, but... Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help. And you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. 
Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. How does that happen and why does this actually become a problem where you're needing to basically communicate between two different platforms and two different websites? I think it kind of happens because a lot of large businesses who have operated for a number of years in the offline sphere don't necessarily go through that phase of digital transformation in the ideal way. So you'll have regional marketing teams, even like so your Latin team, North American team, Impact teams might do things slightly different in silo, trying to achieve the same goal. And then as everything has developed with Google and users, and then you realize you need a more centralized approach you're faced with the issue of having to either redevelop a ton of websites or find hot fixes to kind of get between them. And it's probably a lot more common than you might think where, I mean, I personally come across teams who have different stacks in different regions across the globe who are trying to communicate with each other. So essentially what you're talking about with Edge SEO is creating the ability for different platforms owned by the same company to be able to communicate with each other. Why is that a priority? Why do the websites need to talk to each other? So in the instance of things like hreplang, the US version might be company.com, whereas the one in, say, Egypt might be company.org. So we're all under the same brand, all under the same brand umbrella, because how Google understands entities, understands it's the same company, there might be language like to drop downs, all interlinking, etc. Being able to then provide additional signals for HF line just gives Google the added value and ability to ascertain which versions are ranking the greater regions. So I understand that there's this case where you've got multiple different platforms that are trying to communicate under the same umbrella brand. You need to feed a consistent signal to Google and you're using your CDNs to basically be the delivery method for cross-platform communication with Google. What are some of the other cases where you're using your CDN to communicate with Google? So other cases can vary from elements like, say, a website has been built on a custom stack and you notice that there's crawl issues, there's indexing issues, but because of how the stack and servers are being set up, you're unable to get log files. Through the CDN, you can create a request chain filter which does a form of log file, so a pseudo log, and then you can collect those and analyze in the same way as you would log files. So it's a data enabler in that sense. 
you can also use these technologies to get around code freezes or just general kind of platform redundancies or issues. For example, on Salesforce Commerce Cloud, where you have speed issues brought in by some of the frameworks and widget element, you can use some of the limited CDN functionalities there to do patches and hot fixes around speed. You can even go down the route of optimizations with travel times. We use the CDNs to dynamically generate title tags to include the cheapest hotel price on the page. So then when people were searching for hotels in New York, the title tag being presented to Google every time pulled through the cheapest price at the time the site could offer into the title tag. So that might be used for click-through right optimization as well. It's just another tool in the SEO toolkit. Being able to communicate with search engines using CDNs, definitely an edge case for edge SEO. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Dan Taylor, the head of research and development at the Salt Agency. In part three of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Dan and I are going to talk about creating better experience forecast content. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Dan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Taylor Dan RW, that's T A Y L O R D A N R W, or you could visit his company's website, which is salt.agency. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.